0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to The Daily Grind. I am your host, Colin Morgan, and five days a week, I aim to motivate, educate, and inspire you to live the life of your dreams. I interview some of the most successful and inspiring people along with sharing insight of my own in order for you to not only be successful in what you're doing, but prosper in business and life. The show is for grinders. People who don't just have dreams, but are willing to lay it all on the line and grind for what they want. Welcome everyone to The Daily Grind.
1: Without a doubt, be like crippling social anxiety. And what I mean by that is, Like I didn't come in contact to who I actually was until I was like 19 years old because I had built up a bunch of personas and facades that I would show to other people based on the group they were in, based on what I
0: perceived. Success comes to those who ask for help and understand they don't have all the answers. People who do things differently and don't continue to make the same mistakes over and over again. If you're tired of making those same mistakes and you are one of those smart people out there, one of those few who understand that you need help, what I am doing is giving away a free 15-minute coaching call to every single one of you on The Daily Grind. So feel free to check out the link, book a free 15-minute call. I look forward to speaking with you. Joining us today on the show is the amazing Mark Metry. Mark interviews billionaires, New York Times best-selling authors, and legendary world-class human beings on his top 100 podcast, Humans 2.0. He also speaks at events, but once upon a time, he couldn't even make direct eye contact with anyone and suffered from a social anxious, anxious prison inside of his own mind. Today, he's the founder of VU Dream, a digital marketing growth agency focusing on virtual reality and mixed reality. His primary goal here on planet Earth is to help others eliminate their internal enemy within and live a life of mental and emotional freedom. Everyone, you're not going to want to miss this episode. As always, be sure to grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, sit back and dive deep in today's episode with the amazing Mark Metry. Enjoy. Well, Mark Metry, welcome to The Daily Grind. How are you today? Could not be better, Colin. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome that you're here. We're really excited. And if you wouldn't mind, Mark, say for some listeners being first introduced to you today. Um, if you wouldn't mind just kind of in your own words sharing a little bit more of who you are and what you do. Absolutely, man. I hope it's in my own words. I'm not gonna try to read off
1: some kind of <laughs> long, complicated bio that I didn't write in the third person. But you know, man, I am just a you know, I'm I'm twenty one years old. I'm just a dude who has lived life in one certain modality and realized that I freaking hate it. And I started to understand really the consequences of not living your life for maybe like the first 18 years of my own life. And so I am like this dude on a mission that is trying to discover, you know, what living a good life means for each individual and I've gone about that through you know so many different ways I'm in the middle of uh, starting a nonprofit I run this podcast called Humans 2.0 that's you know really all about this stuff and yeah. you know I talk to brilliant people just like you do con and I also Uh, run this marketing agency that's in the virtual reality and augmented reality world and so you know those are the ways that i do that but you know i'm just a guy that you know loves spending his time here on planet earth talking to like really interesting people and you know trying to develop myself in you know whatever daily habit time you know, session that I can possibly find each day and, you know, eat some food along the way and yeah, you know, that's basically <laughs> me. <laughs> what
0: kind of food do you like these days?
1: Yeah, so that's the interesting thing, man. So I'm on like this very, very strict uh diet that is unlike no other. I'm sure you've heard of like keto and paleo yeah. and plant based and all this. I-, I view them all as tools, but you know, I don't believe in a universal healthy diet. So Uh, I actually did the world's first only world's first functional microbiome test. So I'm doing this diet that is specifically linked to not just my own human genes, but also the two to 20 million microbes in my gut and what they're expressing and how they're mm. eating the food that I put in. So uh, I know it's a little bit of a tangent, but, um, you know, for, for me, I just eat totally normal food. I don't eat anything processed. Yeah. And there are some foods that I don't eat like certain nuts and other things that Viome which is the gut test that I've found has told me to avoid because it has the potential of causing me a chronic illness in the future Really
0: interesting well I mean, you're a really interesting guy. You do a whole bunch, as you had mentioned, you know, for those listening, be sure to check out humans 2.0 podcast. I'm going to share all these things. We'll talk about it later as well. But for you, Mark, you're 21 years old. You got a head start and to a lot of people, right? Like what was your childhood like? How did you grow up? Was entrepreneurship even a conversation or were you pushed to go to school? What was that like?
1: Yeah, man, that's a great question. So, I mean, I I hear that all the time. Like, you know, you, Mark, you're so young, you have a a head start and, you know, now looking at it, I totally, totally, you know, understand where you're coming from. But I mean, if you asked me that, you know, two years ago, the answer would definitely not have been the same. Mm. And so, you know, man, my childhood, you know, kind of like my upbringing was my parents came from Egypt to the United States, East coast, Boston. Um, without really having any kind of money they didn't even know the language my dad got whatever kind of job he could and he he hustled I barely saw him when I was a kid and um, you know he eventually bought the business that he was working for as an employee and eventually ran that as an owner and so man you know like when you're a kid and you're in that kind of environment mm-hmm. you really, breed resourcefulness, you breed craftiness. And so, dude, I've got, like, I have memories of me like in, like when I was seven in like the second grade, like cutting out like different parts of a newspaper, gluing them together to make baseball cards. I went on (laughs) TV when I was in second grade after I won like some kind of art competition, Okay. but you know, I was always kind of like a crafty kid, but you know, as I got older, um, as I got older, you know, some different, uh, you know, circumstances evolved, and um, you know my my fez- my physical health was not the best, and so that started to influence my mental health. Mm. And you know, really, man, when I look back at my life, you know, I don't want to make this too you know dramatic or sappy or anything like that. I had a fantastic life, but when I look at kind of like the cards that were dealt to me and kind of like my main obstacle, it yeah. would without a doubt be like crippling social anxiety. And what I mean by that is like I didn't come in contact to who I actually was until I was like 19 years old because I had built up a bunch of personas and facades that I would show to other people based on the group they were in, based on what I perceived, they perceived my self-esteem. And so man, like I really did not um, live my own life, I believe for, you know, those years when I was in school and high school and, uh, you know, really didn't have too many friends, didn't really do much. And so, you know, that those were kind of like the, the unfolding scenarios of my early life.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I think that, you know, even for myself, I didn't have crippling anxiety or anything like that, but I think that everyone can kind of relate to the fact when you're young and you're in different social groups, I mean, you're pressured, you almost feel like, to try to put on a different face and be someone different, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think it's interesting. I think the main thing for me was that, um, you know, like I'll tell you. So, So, you know, as my parents started to move their way up and we went from kind of like living on government housing and food stamps mm-hmm. to – um, moving into like better towns. And so like, we ended up moving into like this actually like really nice town. Uh, we got like a decent sized, um, you know, apartment building, but, and, and, you know, a lot of people were nice in that town, man, but here's the thing, there was absolutely no diversity and, you know, I'm not white, I'm Egyptian. And so I was, I was, it was literally me and like one or two other people, everyone else looked a certain way. And so what I learned after is, Like when you have physical and mental health issues, um, you know, when you are perceived by your peers as not having enough, not, and then again, that's based on like my financials, what I dressed, and then also literally who I was in my own skin, something I couldn't change. And so I think it was like all these different factors that, that really contributed to it. And, um, and yeah, man, I mean, it was the greatest, you know, like during the time it was kind of like I was living inside of like a mental hell inside of my own brain. But at the same time, now that I've kind of gotten out of it, it's been the greatest blessing for sure.
0: So let's talk about like, how did you get out of it? Right. You're at a point where you said you were not healthy. you you had anxiety. It was tough for you. Like what changed?
1: Yeah. So yeah. So, um, So real quick, just to sort of preface this, because I'm going to mention it, Mm -hmm. Um, when I was 15 years old, I ended up, um, just out of kind of like sheer dumbfounded luck, I ended up stumbling into this video game called Minecraft. Okay. And from that point on, I ended up starting this multiplayer server, which is just where other people can join your server and then play Minecraft together. Okay, totally. So I started that when I was 15 years old keep a long story short, it became the world's number one Minecraft server. And I went from like that kid that didn't really have a lot of money and feeling like a loser to still being that same loser, but now having like hundreds of thousands of dollars when you're 15 and it's all self-made and you you just got really lucky. Yeah. So, so keep that in mind. So I had that in my past, right. And I go off to college and I, you know, start talking to people. I start Um, you know, expanding my worldview as we all do in college. And Mm -hmm. I just start to realize who I actually am. And I'm like, wait, dude, I'm not this loser, like like kid. I'm actually like this baller that like did X, Y, and Z in his life and like holy crap, like I shouldn't even be like doing this stuff. But you know, that those realizations came later. But really what ended up happening, Colin, was when I first faced the truth of who I really was at some level, like within my conscious mind, I actually became more uncomfortable. And so I had, hmm. you know, like these several month periods of, uh, you know, just over the course of like the end of 2015 to the beginning of 2016, where I kind of fell down like this bout of depression. I weighed over 200 pounds. I gained a bunch of weight just because I was trying to escape my own consciousness by drowning it out in substances and other things like that. And so that finally started to turn around when I uh, traveled back to Egypt, like just for a vacation, just for summer. And there, Colin, I got perspective, man. And I got perspective – on what my parents actually did for me before I was even born when they moved from Egypt and they immigrated to the United States. And so I started to realize this stuff and then this is where I started looking into books. I started listening to podcasts. Hmm. And my main problem at that point is like, how do I lose this weight? Because up to that point, I didn't know what the words mindset or self-development or success or, or any of those things were. All I knew is that like I just got to lose the weight. And so like I did a bunch of different kinds of diets. I ended up losing the weight through the energy that I gained from losing the weight and from having a healthy body that started to open up my mind to go into other things. So I started to pick up um, like meditation and then I started to, you know, sleep well for eight hours for the first time in my life. Then I started to have like a physical exercise habit and I just started to do all these different things that ultimately built me momentum and you know in terms of the anxiety the health part was definitely a big big part of it because I realized a gigantic reason why I was anxious was because I had a lot of health issues and chronic illnesses that I wasn't uh, dealing with adequately, adequately despite what my doctors told me um, and I just went on the offense. So I I, like, I literally remember, man, I'd like go in my journal, I'd be like, okay, Mark, today we're gonna do like the stranger exercise and then we're gonna do, <laughs> like what I did is I just put in myself like a bunch of exercise. You know, I said yeah. I have a problem talking to people. So I was like, all right, Mark, today I'm literally gonna spend the entire day outside in the city of Boston walking up to random strangers and having conversations. Um, you know, another another problem that I felt that I had was, was my discipline and like multitasking. So I would like literally just set individual days where I would just like systematically tackle all of the problems that I thought I had inside of myself that came from, you know, like kind of like self-awareness. And so like through that process, one thing or another, you know, that's kind of what led me down to everything that I'm doing today.
0: Yeah, and I was just writing that down. Like it sounded like you got really like first of all you evaluated like what was going on. You got really self-aware and then you started attacking your weaknesses, taking massive action and uh facing your fears, right?
1: Yeah, man, absolutely. When I look back at it, man, it was kind of like, you know like the like the Rocky movie where there's like a time lapse and he's like training and it yeah. shows him like see th- like that that's how I Like, that's how I think I, I looked. And so like, like, I don't know, man, it was just like an amazing point, but like, honestly, like one of the major breakthroughs that I ended up realizing that totally just shifted my brain and to me was really like the line in the sand was the concept of taking individual responsibility, up to that mm. point, I had always blamed everything on things that were outside of me. I would say, oh yeah, you know, the reason why this is you know my skin looks this way or, or my parents came from here or this person came from here And I had literally literally never like my, my conscious brain had never come into contact with this concept of conscious um, you know extreme ownership responsibility. there's a lot of books on it now. but like I, I kind of like had this moment, and like this one particular like walk that I was on that I had, you know, took after I had woken up from a nap and I just had this like revelation that I need to take responsibility because, because going back to what I said at the very beginning about like that whole Minecraft server and stuff, I realized that all of the good things in life that have happened to me are my faults, But Hmm. at the same time, The bad things are also my fault, and I had just never come across that concept, and when I did, that was like the real line in the sand, and that's what actually enabled me to change my behavior and change my actions because I actually ended up changing my identity at that point.
0: That's yeah, really interesting because, you know, for a lot, you hear a lot of other cases where, you know, 15 year old kids, you start a business, you end up with hundreds of thousands of dollars, like that just gives you confidence. But for you, like it, it didn't, which was funny.
1: It's really funny, man. And I think part of that is like, um, you know, my, my parents always taught me that, um, and this can definitely swing both ways. My parents taught me that, you know, money is not more important than people. And so I sort of had like this built-in, just like unconscious ethos of my head of like making a certain amount of money or even having a certain thing does not make me superior to anybody else. So like that was a problem that I never struggled with. If anything, I struggled with like the opposite of that problem. But honestly, man, like I was smart enough to realize that external success doesn't actually mean internal happiness, but I didn't exactly understand what internal happiness was at that point in my life.
0: Yeah, totally. So fast forward a, you know, uh, a few months or years, when did you start the Humans 2.0 podcast?
1: Yes, I started the Humans 2.0 podcast and like so I got the idea for it in like the middle of 2017 okay. and the reason why I, I did it was because at that time the business that I had started wasn't really thriving. Um, I, you know, I had started this whole kind of conquest on myself and, you know, trying to pick up all these new habits and, and this and that. But, you know, if anybody listening knows about going down that journey, it's, it's very rewarding, but at times it's very hard. It's very hard. And so I just came to this conclusion of like, wait, what am I like what am I actually doing here? Not in terms of like the main mission, but just like, wait, Mark, I like I, I think that you don't exactly know everything. And I think there's people out there that actually know more than you and can actually help you yeah. and guide you on your journey. So when I started that podcast, man, that's really what it was all about. It was all about like me trying to find people that know more than people, no more than me, excuse me, and are actually you know out there in the world walking the walk and are not just theorists about it and so for me, that's why I started the podcast, and honestly, that's why I still do it today
0: yeah, so you started like late twenty seventeen
1: yeah, so I, I got the idea for it mid seven mid twenty seventeen I launched it in like late August of 2017, but I only started to take it seriously at the beginning of 2018
0: in in January. Got you. So when you mean take it seriously, like you decided that, you know, that all the content that was going to come out was going to be really well thought through, like talk us through that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Um, Yeah, it's a fantastic question, man, because I think through people listening to my thought process at this time, I think it could lead them to their own. So I had, you know, been doing this podcast sort of like for fun Mm -hmm. since like August, um, August, September, um, you know, all those other months. I'm blanking on them right now. (laughs) Um, So I had started on those months and it was just something I did for fun. It was something that like, like I would post whenever I could. So like, I remember, you know, I'd post one episode and then the next episode would come out like the next day, but then there would be a gap like two weeks after that. So like, it wasn't, it wasn't scheduled. I was like just finding guests that I just had like immediate access to in my network, which which weren't a lot of people. So I was just like trying to like walk and trying to figure out what this podcast was. And like the main like, my thought process at the end of 2017, December 31st, was I started to get, like, that that entrepreneurial itch, like, that entrepreneurial feeling that I get, like, whenever I have started, you know, all of the other projects that I have that have become successful, I started to feel it for this podcast, and, you know, I, like, I don't think anybody was listening to my podcast at that point, but I remember, like, Like, there were some more people that are giving me feedback. And so I just had this thought of, like, you know, Mark, you know, dude, you're not, you know, you're not Tim Ferriss and you're not, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. And so all these other podcasters that you talk to that post like once a week or once every other week, you know, they're doing that based on their own mission in their own head. But, You know, for me, I don't, I don't. I'm not saying I want to be like Tim Ferriss or Gary Vaynerchuk, but I want to be somebody that is in that kind of like public sphere um, thought influence. If I want to be somebody like that, I can't do that posting once a week. And so after I got that thought process, the beginning of January first, I was just like, "Yo, I'm gonna blow this up." Um, I started scheduling way more interviews. I started to post like. Like three, three, four times a week, something like that. yeah, it wasn't totally you know t- totally organized and scheduled at that time. And as I started to do that, I started to you know get guests on and talk about topics that I was super interested about. and um you know, that's really where like the evolution happened. And so like I, I think it wasn't until like maybe March where people actually started to listen to my show, and that's when I started to get even a more idea of what needs to happen. and like the last thing I'll say is that, um, you know, I had a, I had like another one of these thought evolutions on podcasting and I want to say June, August of, of just last year okay. of, um, of 2018. And it was the thought process of like, dude, you know, you've been taking this podcast on, it had hit sometimes like the top charts on like a couple of different categories. And I was like, dude, you really got to triple down on this, man. You can use this as a, is like an engine for growth in every single area of your life. And so Um, like in, in July, I believe, or no, it was in June, like late June. I was like the humans 2.0 podcast is going to be a daily show. Mm. And that's when I really started to triple up my game and get better guests and get more methodical about it and execute more. And then, you know, like, um, I think it was like in the middle of August, my podcast hit the global top 100 list. And so um, I think like just people understanding those evolutions can, you know, lead them to having their own because I was listening to what other people were telling me very similar to, you know, other patterns in my life
0: yeah you know what it makes a lot of sense and you know people tell you all the time right it put out more content put out more content and oftentimes you're really fearful of it but it sounds like when you made that decision you doubled down that's when things really started to click and uh like i said if you you, if you haven't checked out the humans 2.0 podcast be sure that you do you've had he's had mega guests like seth godin um ed my i just saw i didn't know you had ed on here mark that's amazing man but really good stuff um Mark, one kind of final question I want to ask you is, you know, I ask most of my guests this is, I was wondering for you, say you could go back to a, a 15-year-old Mark and speak, sit down, speak to yourself and offer a piece of advice or piece of guidance. I'm wondering what that would be for you.
1: Yeah, um, you know, dude, I honestly, you know, have thought a lot about this. And, you know, out of all the scenarios that I've ran through my head, honestly the one thing that i would say to that 15 year old mark or a younger version of mark is just like dude i'm so proud of you man Mm. um keep doing your own thing um you know you should sometimes keep your head down but also sometimes keep it up and just focus on your own thing and um and be patient honestly i think it's just the main one is you got to be proud of yourself, man. That's the main thing I would say.
0: Yeah, you know what? I think that's going to resonate with a lot of people out there because you could be going through some tough times, but look at what's good in your life. Look at what you've done. Be proud of what you have accomplished and be excited about what you are going to accomplish. I think that's amazing. Mark, for people out there who want to reach out, connect with you, learn more, where's the best place they can go?
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm, ma- I'm mainly active on Instagram and LinkedIn and just search my name, Mark Metry, M-A-R-K, M-E-T-R-Y
0: and I am super responsive. Definitely reach out. Amazing. I will share both of those links on Instagram and LinkedIn. Be sure that you follow Mark. Reach out. Send him a direct message if you like this show. And also, I'll share the link to the humans 2.0 podcast where you can check out some daily content which is absolutely amazing that he's putting out to all of you and now mark the way we end the show here on the daily grind is uh, I'm going to give you the floor and you have the opportunity today to share with our audience the thought of the day okay so one thing or one thought that we can all go home with today
1: yeah so you know I've really been thinking about the concept of opportunity and you know, I thought I knew what that word meant, you know, and I was just telling you that story that happened like three years ago. Yeah. And maybe I still don't know what it means now, but it's definitely changed. And so, you know, this is how I view opportunity. So when I look back to that 15 year old Mark that decided to do something, and in turn, it ended up starting a significant business, but more importantly, It ended up being fuel in order to take me into the future as I got older. And as I look at that, I'm trying to think like, what was that opportunity? How did I take advantage of that? And Colin, it made me conclude that opportunities are literally everywhere they are literally everywhere. We are drowning in them in every single moment. To me, the way that I visualize it is like fireflies. Mm. There's a bunch of these little fireflies and they're zooming around and they're literally everywhere around us. But not everyone catches those fireflies, even though they're literally right next to them, but some people do. And as I started to think about this more and as I started to talk to more people about it, it made me really realize that the entire notion of you taking advantage of an opportunity is entirely dependent on if you are prepared for it or not. Because if you're not, that firefly will buzz right past you. But there's definitely way more. And so to me, it's really been about living in a state of preparation, Mm. living in a place where my physical and my mental is connected and I am open to the possibilities. I have done enough work on I'm not saying that I have done enough work, but I'm saying just kind of objectively that you know, you've know you kind of done enough work on your physical body so you have enough energy, so you're not tired. You've done enough work on your mind, so you're not giving in. You have that mental resilience. You're open-minded. You're positive. You're optimistic. And that's how you detect those opportunities and then actually capitalizing on them. And so honestly, I think that has been you know, one of the most profound ideas that I've just thought about today. And, you know, out of all the people that I've interviewed from business tycoons to billionaires, they, most of them shared that same philosophy. And so, you know, I, I, and the reason why I'm even talking about this is I find a lot of people are like, dude, what's the, you know, what's the next great idea? What's the next opportunity? (laughs) And it's like, yeah, you've gotta be searching for it for sure. But at the same time, you've got to realize that whether it's going to happen or not is actually dependent on you, not the opportunity. Mm. And so that's really what I've been focusing on as a way to, um, you know, kind of build myself up, my mindset for now and the future. And I think it's really beneficial.
0: Love that again everyone be sure to follow mark on instagram linkedin and check out his podcast and as you can see from this interview success is driven by passion hunger and today patience and being proud of who you are everyone has to overcome obstacles everyone has a story start building yours today today we have the chance to speak with the amazing mark metry mark i want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and coming on the show here sharing all of your wisdom and insight with all the guests <laughs> dude this is literally
1: so fun man thank you it was such an <laughs> amazing
0: opportunity and thank you everyone out there for listening the pleasure is all mine everyone if you like today's episode be sure to hit that subscribe button if you like what you heard leave us a comment share it with your friends until next time Colin morgan signing off And always remember to keep on grinding.